not yesterday, not tomorrow, just today. Up squad, it's Maddie, aka Mads Tads on Instagram, as some of you probably know me better that way. I'm so excited you stumbled upon my podcast so I can take you outside the four walls that is Soul Cycle and into the world beyond the bike. Former Hollywood executive assistant turned master instructor at Soul Cycle, I'm here to tell you all the wild stories that took me on the journey to get to where I am today and hopefully how we're going to get to our next best versions of ourselves. Stick around, it's going to be a wild ride. This is Mads Tad's Beyond the Bike. So much has happened in this past week that it's just been so bananas and I honestly didn't even know where to start. I don't even know where to start because it feels like life went from zero to 100,000 in what seems like overnight. I was teaching, back to teaching a full schedule. I mean, bless up. I'm so thankful. I'm so excited. Soul Outside has been so wild. So many new things. All the faces, all the people, all the hellos. Seeing everyone again, like it's just been awesome, but so overwhelming. Like it's literally like you got thrown back into a job that you hadn't done in so long. And it's, it's not like you can ease back into it at all. It is full blown, full force, 110% two to three, etc., etc. times a day. So it has not stopped. It has been nonstop. I mean, I worked eight or nine days in a row last week. And then I finally got to my dolphin. I was like, Oh my God, what happened? I, it took me a second to even process all the things that had gone on for the last week or so. So we're back and we're here and we're doing all the things. And a main part that I was really thinking about and I talked about on my email blast that went out yesterday was just obviously the big white elephant in the room, the closing of Beacon Hill. And to be honest, the realness of this whole pandemic, quarantine, COVID had never felt so guttural and catastrophic until that point for me. Like, oh yeah, like things are really going to change. Studios could close. Our business could change forever. And in that moment, I was just, it was definitely like a what the fuck moment because I don't know, because that was my favorite place and my special place. And the place means so much to me as I know it does to so many people. I mean, I have people DMing me, we need to do a vigil. We need to do like, I'm like, oh my, it feels, I mean, it's another level of loss and it's just total, it feels like total loss, total devastation, grief, losing something you love so much is it's hard to really fathom and it's also really hard to put into words and then it's also really tough to show up and do what I do and try to mask your pain and how you really feel and not really wear the emotions on your sleeve. One, because I i mean, I knew before anybody else knew, uh, before it was public knowledge, all that stuff. So 
there was this, oh, I have to show up and just act like everything's okay when I literally feel like my insides have been ripped out. But that's cool. I guess I'll just go teach the 630 class. Um, And so, yeah, it was just a weird week. It was getting back into the swing of things and starting to rev the engine and feeling my heart really unthaw for a moment and that break of like, oh, okay, like maybe, maybe this will work. Maybe everything will be okay relatively for all that we've created for the past however many years here in Boston together. And then to get hit with that whammy was just like such a blow to, it was just such a devastating blow. I rolled over at one point when I was sleeping because try sleeping on that news. Just try carrying that load. Yeah, right. And I was like, you know what? It feels like I'm running into battle and the castle's already been taken. And I had this, well, like what for moment? And that was really scary for me because I was like, I felt like my why along with, my place of peace was taken. Like, what's my why now? And I had this idea like, okay, if I work hard enough and if I sell out every single one of my classes and I do all the right things, everything's going to be okay. I can do this. We can do this. We can do hard things. We got this. We got this. We got this. And then boom, it was like getting slugged in the side of your face, like And it's so false, this mentality of like, I can save the world. I can save everybody. You know, I, I'm just going to put on everybody else's mask on the plane that's going down instead of my own. Um, it's not working. And it, it was really hard in that moment to be like, well, I can't fix this. I can't do anything. I feel like my hands are tied and I can't do anything. And that was really hard and it was like okay well what do I do now like what now why even do it anymore and you go down the darkest most scary rabbit hole that you could possibly go down of anxiety and fear and just just absolute you're just writhing in it and that was really an unhealthy place to be in last week but also Rightfully so. I mean, how the hell else should I have felt in the moment? Like, oh, no big deal. And that's really what kind of went down last week. And on top of trying to do all the things with all the new guidelines and all everything, it's it's a heavy, like it's a it's a heavy cross to bear. That's the verbiage that comes to mind. And There's so much love and gratitude, but there also is a lot of struggle. And that was really weird to work through and show up through and be happy through and still serve through and do all the things and make it that safe, fun, amazing place, even though it's outside for everyone. So that's just kind of what was going on in the world and not to kick off things like such a downer, but I feel like it needs to be addressed because if it wasn't addressed, it would just be like, oh, I'm fine. I'm fine. And guess what? We're not fine. A lot of things are not fine right now. There's a lot of not fineness right now. And that is, I don't want to say it's okay because it sucks. It sucks. Boom. Like there's no sugar coating that. Like, no, we're not, we can't put sprinkles on that and make it look pretty. Like not happening. So 
just something that was really tough for me. And I know that there are so many of you out there that adored that studio so, so much and had breakthroughs and breakups and all the felt, all the things and weddings. And I mean, I think of all the stuff that happened there and it's just really, it's, it's sad. And I know there will be new opportunities and new amazing things. We're riding outside in tents and we're going to do night rides and all this fun stuff is going to happen. But I have to acknowledge the loss here because that's, that's just the way I roll. And it made me think of different practices I've been putting into place these past few weeks. And it's what I said at the very, very beginning before I started the podcast, not yesterday, not tomorrow, just today. Because in my mind, if I let my brain go down that rabbit hole of what's going to happen, what if there's this, what this, oh my God, uh, uh, uh. I will hide under my covers in my bed and I will not make a single move to go in the right direction because I am just, I am so spiraling in my own anxiety and my own fear. So the thing that I have to say to myself and walk into every day with is how can I make today in this moment the best moment I can't, the best day I can. How can I make, how can I live up to this day? And it kind of sounds silly, right? Like, okay, I'm only going to think about today. I'm not going to think about next week or anything. And I'm like, no. For me right now to protect my peace, I have to just focus on the present moment and try to be so grounded in it that nothing else matters except right here, right now, this moment today. I laugh a lot. I obviously grew up or not obvious, not so obviously. <laughs> I grew up Catholic and a prayer we say a lot, um, the Lord's Prayer, give us this day our daily bread. And I always used to be like, oh, well, like that, like what happens if about tomorrow or whatever? And it, it's just like, give me this day, this day. I got to get through this day. I have to be the best version of myself today. And if I'm so busy, Worrying about tomorrow, I rob myself of the joy of today and this moment. And the same goes for if I'm analyzing all the things I did yesterday or thinking about what I said or what I did or if this person likes me or how this person judged me or whatever, then I'm robbing myself of this very moment. And this this is this is the life. This is the living. This is the space between then now where I am, where I can make the most impact and where I can do the most amazing things, not yesterday, not tomorrow, right here, right now. And that has given me a little bit of just, it gives me a little bit of control in a world right now where there isn't that much control, but I can control this moment and this day and what this looks like and how I can be the best version of myself today and how I can show up and serve and inspire and help others and give other people the tips and tricks to help their anxiety and so on and so forth and so on and so forth. Because I found that I was constantly living in the what if of tomorrow and the oh my goodness of like, oh, I did that or someone's judging me on that or somebody's nitpicking every single thing I said and it's just like, it's not freaking worth it. Because if anything, the last six months have taught us is that life is pretty fleeting and we have to stretch every second and sip up every 
beautiful moment that we possibly can and take it and run with it because it's not granted. And that's not trying to get like all like metaphysical and like tomorrow may not be promised, but like really, I mean, if you told me six months ago that life as we know it would be completely, completely mowed over and changed and like what? I would have said, you're a freaking liar. I mean, you can't even make this shit up what happened in the last six months. You can't make that shit up. So why not live for this moment today, the here, the now? If I could leave you with one little mini minisode, mini-sode, mini-episode of just goodness, of strength, of if I could give gift you something going into this week, it's just how can you live in the now? Who do you want to be today and how is that going to change each and everything you do? And that's a great place to start. And if you just start there with, I want to be this and this and this day, I want to smile. I want to, I want to do that. Like, I, like I can't even explain. It. I want to be inspiring. I want to serve. I want to show people that you can walk over to your bookshelf and open a book and find inspiration in the silliest, smallest of things. I want to show you that you can be so gutted and sad and still show up and move through it because you can do the hard things. And if I write down all the things I want to be, that will determine all the things I do. And I'm going to do it to the best of my ability. And I'm going to do it with a different heart. And it's going to be backed with just so much more passion and purpose because it, it it's like illuminated. Like, who do I want to be today? Not what do I want to do today? Who do I want to be today? That will make all the difference in how I walk into each and every day. Just today. That's it. How can I be the best version of me today and let the rest just unfold? And the other thing that's really important is you have to have goals and you have to have dreams. Now more so than ever, you can't just kind of like go wishy-washy out into the world right now because I feel like it's just so easy for something to take you down. And if you don't have that discipline and that passion and that purpose fueling you for those, like a huge goal or a huge dream, I think you can get lost in the sauce now more so than ever and let the sadness and the whatever of all the situations drag you down. Like I say, stay out of the swamp. Stay out of the swamp. And yeah, goals and dreams might look maybe different for me. I know a huge goal of mine this summer was to teach at the bar. And like, I have written that in my journal for the last 30, 60, 90, 120, I don't know how many days since November, I've written it down every day, rave ride at the barn, rave ride at the barn. I've written it down every single day. And you know what? It's probably not going to happen this summer due to the fact that I don't think I am allowed to go to New York, to and from New York, whatever. And that stinks. But you know what? My dream's not dead. It's just on pause. So in the interim, which you know I'm obsessed with that word right now, the interim, because that's what we're in right now, this middle time, I'm teaching under a tent. I'm teaching in a parking garage. Like there is way cool things that I can do. Like, I don't know, maybe I have like a circus theme ride and play the great, the greatest showman and, and pretty spears and like I don't know but but I can still make up even even wilder 
goals and dreams. And maybe they're mini goals and dreams, but they're attainable and they're doable. And they're at least giving me something to work towards and get in, get excited about and inspired by and be lit up by versus, oh, well, I guess that goal's not going to happen this year. I'm, I'm done with it. Like, bye. Because that's no good. Like You don't just throw out your goals and dreams just because this has been a non-negotiable pause. Your life is still very much press play. Like it's still going. So how can you create those goals and dreams that maybe, yeah, maybe you can't snorkel in the Maldives this year, or maybe you can't do X, Y, and Z, but what can you do? If you focus on the lack thereof, then that's where you're going to hang out. And if you focus on what you can do and all that you do have, it's just the flip of the flip of the script that changes everything and changes the game because it changes your mindset and you start to think a whole hell of a lot differently than this woe is me versus like it's I'm the victim versus I am the victor. And whatever you can do to stay in that victor, that victorious state of I am, I can, I will, I must, here are the new goals I have. This is what I'm going to achieve this year. And I'll save those even bigger ones for next year because you know what? I'm still going to do those too. But right here, right now, today, I'm going to choose different ones because that's what I can do in the moment. You know, does that make sense? And lastly, I wanted to bring up something that I've been saying a lot. It's actually something I thought of last week when I was talking to Ryan. Shout out to Ryan. That podcast was amazing. She is amazing. Go listen to last week's. If you're listening to this one or you skipped around or you just stumbled on the podcast, hey, it's actually a quote from AA that goes a little something like, don't leave um, don't leave before the miracle happens, I believe is the way it goes. And I think that's just, uh, it might be a big book quote, it might be an AA quote. And for whatever reason, it really resonated with me, but I kind of put my own spin on it and it's don't leave before the magic. And I really thought about it because I say really awesome things at the end of my class. I feel like that's when I really like drop awesome nuggets. And I always, when people leave before stretch, I'm always like, you're not even going to get to see this Like you're not even going to get to hear the best part. It's like, for me, it's like leaving yoga before the Shavasana. And so I kind of came up with the saying, don't, don't leave before the magic. And I was thinking that too, because anytime I really want to quit something or I think about walking out or I think it's no longer for me, that's usually when I get this big, big break or something really life altering happens for the better or the change happens for the better. And it's usually at that last moment when you just like, you really want to give up and you really want to walk out. Or I was looking around and I can see on so many rider stations, they're pushing through it and their bodies feel different because they haven't ridden in a while. And I say on a couple of the runs, I'm like, don't leave before the magic. And I said that on the way home this weekend during, I think, the Soul Survivor. Carry that with you this week. Don't leave before the magic. Because it's right when you want to quit and it's right when you want to give up. And trust me, because... I've been there too, so many times, so, so many times I've wanted to walk out. That was, that's the curtain call. Like this is the last one. I can't do this anymore. And that is the second the magic happens. So I'm going to leave you with that this week and just send all my love and light your way and let you know that you are joyful, you are loving, and you 100% have the capability to be fearless this week. 
That is all I have for y'all today. I'm so excited that you tuned in, that you listened. I hope you got something out of it. Remember, follow me on Instagram. Check out my website. Get in contact with me. I want to hear from you. Know me without you. We end the same way every week and exactly how I end every single soul class I teach. May you always be joyful, loving, and above all else, fearless. Fearless.